TNA go to Burning Man 2016 and, of course, find themselves whisked away on romantic encounters that have forever changed their sex lives. Listen in to hear the secret behind the best sex A's ever had and the part of sex T discovered she can't live without. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. Oh, hey, guys. It's episode 111. 111. And, uh... And T and I are um, completely, what what do I call it? Decompressing from Burning Man. They do call it decompressing because it is such an intense, otherworldly, life-altering, powerful experience. Yes. And I think it's because, well, there's a number of reasons, but it's this sort of contained bubble where you just detach from all of your obligations in the world and you're immersed in this new strange gift giving economy it's environment a, it's a complete alternative reality and like uh, this was my first time going so we did a show about burning man last year um, yeah and t was going to burning man if you guys want to um, check out that show it's and great because we we addressed the myth of is it just a drug fueled fuck fest right we did um but uh, and we it's, had another guest on a friend of ours gina levy who's a who's a great filmmaker and um and she's like a 10-year veteran or something so yeah so it was it was great and then uh, um and i had talked about going as well and th- so this was my first burning man experience and you did it so so well. I want to just give you a gold star. Thank you. You went to the max. You lived it to the fullest. And you were self-reliant. I, I didn't don't. hold your hand <laughs> at all, as it turns out. It was hilarious. Yeah. Like, so T, go ahead. Well, I feel like, okay, well, we're launching into our story. I basically, I was like, okay, I'm going to be a good shepherd and, and you know, because show Because T was technically my mentor. Like, she was my yeah, they set assigned it up. mentor in the camp that we... Yeah, that we stay in, which is nice. In. And it's and you do, I think, as a newbie, require someone to really oh my God. show you the road. I was terrified. Like it well, took me two weeks to get ready. I had spreadsheets of like what to buy and what to do. And I'm con- I'm constantly texting her and emailing her. Like, yeah, weird surprises like no glitter, no uh what are other feathers. things you need? Yeah, no feathers, no glitter. You need to bring winter clothing for the temperatures that may drop in the desert at night. It's quite cold. Yeah. And then, so you know, all the photos you see but of then all in their party clothes and skimpy outfits that's daytime of course it's scorching hot right nighttime last year was freezing uh well one specific night yeah yeah so there's i mean there's a lot you're in the elements it's a it's an extreme environment um and and i also yeah you need to make sure you have you know things to survive on top of things um, to have fun things to have fun with (laughs) Uh, and of course be fashionably appropriate which was the biggest concern of all no i'm I'm teasing well it's you can just go naked and be fine yeah i think from all the media it puts a lot of pressure actually on you about about Fashion. fashion and i think my first year i was also quite wound up about it and thought well i don't have these elaborate you know goddess outfits and or i have a lot of fun costume pieces but i also had this fear of like well they're going to get destroyed yeah right right, um so i'm like well you know where do you find the middle ground uh but it really is just it was it was just a fun opportunity for self-expression because it's like okay wow like i'm going into this world where i can do and wear whatever i want yeah like have, the, how fun you know so fun. so like how so i you know i did have outfits that um were topless or like you know where i just i'm like i, I don't want to come up with a top for this outfit it's too t- too too much effort and so i would just wear a scarf over it that just sort of kind of covered my breast at some point maybe throughout <laughs> the day you know and <laughs> like how you know so so it's fun i mean the fashion is a fun part of it but to more important things <laughs> yeah well well my point was that that when you see all these images i think it it gives almost a false sense of 
um, the coolness of Burning Man. And I think Burning Man's so much more and offers so much more uh, than the really beautiful photographs that come out of it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right, that people are the, seeing the cherry. Um, cherry we jumped cake. right in, but I just want to touch on um, a few business social thing, yeah. media items and whatnot. Uh, we do have some pictures posted on Instagram, Instagram for Burning yeah, Man. So yeah. check I'm us out be there. Posting a few more this in the next coming days at a TA Talk Sex. Right. Also, um, we have videos up on loveline.lovetv.co. Loveline, oh my God. Although I've always enjoyed their show too, you know? <laughs> my brain, uh, do you see the problem? Okay, yeah. lovetv.co, um, but they have uh, all kinds of intimacy, uh, sex and relationship uh, resources as well as us. So um, go check that out. Yeah. And, um, and we would love if you all are listening and you're a fan, please write us a review on iTunes because they have you know, a complex algorithm that helps raise visibility based on reviews. And it really, really, really does help. And we do read every single one, good or bad. We love it all. So, um, yeah. so information. Thank you, please. And thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and okay, so yeah, back to important so I, topics. I, I have to say, like, like looking at our sort of overall story, I do think that it's kind of hilarious that you and I both ended up having these like playa relationships. Yes, yes. So they call I call them the playa boyfriend. Yes. But uh, basically, playa is the just the land that we're on. We call it, means it the playa. Beach, right? Like it does mean beach in Spanish. But um, but it's it's like it refers to like the the space of burning man right like, like the, the the place where we're all camping and i'm sure if you've seen images it's sort of this uh arc like an arc shape um based on a time like a clock basically like you'll be at six o'clock and uh l as in the alphabet so it's like a grid right so you have um two o'clock all the way to ten o'clock and then anyway so the point is you see the shape and they call that the playa and then there's beyond the man that burns the burning man the statue uh which is at the center um, they call it deep playa where a lot of art installations are and just things where you can go ride and it's very open and kind of apocalyptic but beautiful and spiritual yes and so our stories will <laughs> take you into the playa and into the deep playa and so now you know what we'll be talking yeah. about well and so then but, you go oh, i have a playa boyfriend yes yeah so so uh, which i do i honestly i was not expecting to have sex or a playa boyfriend or anything like that um but I was open to it, of course, you know, but I, I honestly, it's like, no, I, I mean, I really wanted to go. F- yeah, I don't know if I had any expectations other than to just go and see what it was about. And I, I did feel like it would be this very spiritual, you know, mind and heart opening experience. Um, but it, I do laugh that, of course, like literally like T and I arrive and we set up our cams, uh, like our tents next to each other. And we have like a day of like acclimating and we yeah, ran and around kind of giving and, you the 411 yeah you know and holding my hands like and I, I was really dehydrated the first day or two yeah, I had a really a bad headache so Pedialyte cocktail yeah it was so sweet she kept pouring Pedialyte down my throat which I'm totally addicted to Pedialyte now right yeah from the dehydration I mean you just you, if you feel tired there it's because of that tired emotional cranky and like and this horrific headache anyway so the first day you know it was, it was easy Aquaman. and mellow and yeah and then um that that was night, it that night it was monday night <laughs> which was like we arrived on sunday uh-huh. you're and right i had one night that i so, slept in my tent right so monday night was sort of the f- night that like like our first night out really you know and i remember like because i wore this specific outfit that lured my playa boyfriend in and it was this um like golden chain shirt so i was pre- basically topless but you could see 
glimmers of my breast through this the golden chain top and this like elegant skirt anyway only because it factors into like our meeting so much um but but and then when so we met different people and then t and i totally for like two days didn't return to camp like we both just went on our own adventures and um yeah well so it's so um something that's beautiful that i love about burning man is actually i mentioned release of obligations and i think there's a real flow of um trusting your intuition and what you want to do and what you're feeling in that moment and release of expectations of like oh okay we came together and we're holding hands and i'm and we need to do everything together and check in with each other it's right. like no be be your own person and have these experiences out there so um <laughs> I don't, I don't know where you'd gone at that point, but at some point we got separated and I went back to my tent to get something and I heard really beautiful music coming from a tent. So I just wandered over and, uh, and my, f- you know, some people I knew from the camp were in there and they were kind of partying and like dancing to music and an eccentric guy was in there, you know, sort of character in a really fun costume with like a, a feather in his hat, you know, is dancing. And I was like, this is great, like beautiful. So I just sit down with them. I end up joining their adventure and um and don't return home for three days <laughs> yeah we both didn't return home and um but I do I just wanted to harp like follow up with that like when I got there like I was I was kind of uncomfortable the first couple of days because it for me it was really a big adjustment um I mean there's 70,000 people that go to this thing and the minute you get in line to enter Burning Man it's like you're surrounded by it's like people's brains just click into a, like burning man mode yeah. and like you know people it's just so generous and so welcoming and so accepting and you know there's these 10 principles of burning man and it's like radical inclusion radical participation so like for me I, i'm a sh- radical despite being on a radio show talking about everything about my sex life i'm actually a very shy person and i'm also very Um, I'm shy about giving. I'm shy about like, you know, oh, I don't want to interfere. I don't want to like overstep, you know, and I give people space. And and so for me, the first couple of days of Burning Man, it was really like, yeah, I was just sort of fumbling around or I was. Well, you're unsure. You're right. And there are like shifting plates almost. You're like, what's acceptable? What's not? And because it's such a new environment with new rules from your daily reality. Right. Yeah. For everybody. Yeah. And it's just getting used to. And, and it was this for me, it was this like the whole week was this slow opening of um, like at first it was really opening to receiving without feeling a need to give back or without feeling an automatic uh, uh, like I have to reciprocate like just to receive, you know, and then it, it shifted into this, um, you know, allowing myself to give back freely but it was really like it's just so beautiful like people just drive by and they're just like like you look beautiful or 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 hi have a great burner like people are just so open and and so loving and it's so beautiful but as like me just arriving there it's like uh while we were we got stuck in the waiting in line to enter which of course there's one lane and there's all these people funneling in so we've we did unfortunately get stuck for a while uh which was stop and go stop and go i'd put my car in park and i would nap because we'd been up all night driving and uh it's awful yeah and so 
I, I'm napping in the car. At some point, someone runs up from like his RV a few cars back and like hands me a yerba mate, like, you yeah. know, the, the tea drink. And he's like, here, it's from my hometown. Like, enjoy this. You know, and he's like, play a love or whatever. And like gives me a kiss on my forehead. I was like, thanks. <laughs> um, you know, so I felt like it was a small sign of, you know, I, I basically would fall asleep and wait for someone to honk to wake me up. <laughs> so I think he's like, oh, stay awake with this caffeine. Yeah. Um, but I was it was so appreciated. It was like a delicious beverage. It was cold, you know, while waiting I mean, in it's line. so beautiful. The whole like, it, you know, it really <laughs> it sounds like very hippie and silly, but it's so really like you've never experienced such a wee community really there like they say there is no they it's all we and it's true and anyway it's yeah. beautiful but um not, i want not to get anyway. to so well, valuable yes i yeah right it is it is um but i want to get to I, I had these amazing experiences with this well with drugs and with this man i met <laughs> i know i know i got and a, yeah can we can we press i got yeah. a little nervous about like discussing drug use like on the show not because i just i feel like i'm i'm not a regularly a drug user neither am i and um and i did try things for the first time out there this so year yeah. and uh and i have to be honest that i actually had really beautiful experiences with them and they also felt uh with purpose and yeah. not uh abused or indulgent um i agree and i and i i i um second everything you said and also uh, like i feel like i was with people and so were you who were very responsible responsible protective yeah it was like i'm in a safe environment so i'm gonna try this yeah and so uh, yeah i mean i i don't want to support if anyone has a notion that it's you can only go to burning man if, if you're going to take drugs and that it's boring without it I, it's I was quite really not, not boring that's without not it. the case. Yeah. Um, but I, I did. It was fun to just sort of let myself go and explore. And and I did find I'm glad that, you said that because last year I did not do very many. I, yeah. I did, I think, one day do something. But many days I had nothing in my not. I didn't have alcohol. I didn't have anything. It was just the experience itself. Yeah. As I am. Right. You were going to say. It. Well, I, I guess I was just going to say that I did. Um, uh I think that with every sort of drug experience I had, it was maybe because it's just my my own mindset and being intentional and also looking to expand. But I did feel like that it was very therapeutic, <laughs> like every <laughs> single time, you know, yeah, and it really, it. yeah, it really did serve a purpose and, um, and it was very appreciated. And, and I'm so I'm grateful for all of these experiences. Um, but it led me to like the first day that I met this person we were he was uh, his him and his best friend and we were rolling around uh the playa all day together having this really beautiful flow day and getting to know like just heartfelt conversation all day long it was really beautiful it led to I shared my vulnerability about you know giving and receiving and and which led us to um we went back to their yurt which is this very it's a more round it's a more sophisticated, it's, it's not a tent. It's like a structure. It's like solid walls that you right. construct in the desert. Well, um, for example, our, our camp has a Mongolian yurt, like an authentic one. But yeah, it's a camp that's made out of canvas though, right? No, uh, no, no. It's authentically from like Mongolia. It's like, it's, it's made of wood. Oh, you're saying the, the one you were in. Yeah. No, the one I was one of these like sort of like metal. Um, but it's, it's round and it has like a, it's a like a teepee, yurt. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a teepee ceiling anyway it's just a more sophisticated tent thing so it really yeah. does feel like a home there's carpet inside there's what it's like a comfortable <laughs> environment in the middle it. of nowhere yeah. yeah and um so we went back to their yurt and at this point we were on um 
we we had taken like should i say i don't know <laughs> we had taken we should <laughs> but you're gonna say it and then we're gonna take a mini break <laughs> anyway we had taken something and um and well, and, well no go ahead well no just, we, take? we take we took some molly and um and then we went back and they it was just sort of things naturally developed into this four-handed massage and the um one of the guys you know my friend he said because um, I kept tensing up and, and he could feel it. And he's like, listen, your job right now is to totally receive because I had opened up about my, like I felt uncomfortable receiving freely. And he's like, your job is totally to receive and you have to trust that he and I will stop when we want to stop. That's all you have to do is trust that and enjoy. Oh, I see. You're, okay, woo, that's good. Because what you're saying is your fear was that they were going to give more than they wanted yeah, to. Yeah, like I didn't want them to feel obligated or maybe I should say, okay, thank you. That was great. Like you don't have to subtext being, no, 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 you don't have to do this more. Like I'm okay, really. Like, you know, I no, don't, I, I I don't want to put that. you out. Well, I love that because my mind and I'm guessing other listeners went to this place where as a woman, it was like, well, you were tensing because you didn't know they, they might take advantage of no, you. No, I totally touch trusted. you more than you wanted to be. Right. No, and, I yeah, no, was, I totally trusted that they wouldn't do that. that right. Was not the, but in fact, that you as a human being, yes. your fear was letting them uh, give too much that you were going to be selfish or, or that I was going to be a burden. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And, be a burden. Yeah. 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 So it was beautiful that he I mean, he could totally sense it and said this to me. And, and that was my exercise for hours for the whole day really was to switch my mindset into receiving mode that's so cool so that's how it got started (laughs) these two guys you're hanging out with they were sort of uh they were like burning man veterans they've They've been been to 16 burns yeah well the value good hands yes yes the value of that of course is the information and the experience that people have to like preserve the integrity of of what you can gain from burning man okay so we're gonna take a break yeah when we come back i'm gonna share what clicked in my mind that turned me from feeling absolutely not turned on by this man (laughs) to instantly turned on by this man and i'll share that when we come back okay yeah and i'm gonna talk about can i say well well i'm gonna talk about this tantric massage uh yes before i even met her first boyfriend (laughs) yeah so we'll we'll come back talking about that uh you're listening to tna talk sex i'm t and i'm a and uh please take the time to write a review on itunes if you have a chance uh, if that's your way of listening You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. And we are sharing our very rich experience at Burning Man. Yes. Okay. So so T, um, yeah. what what got you going on this love adventure? Okay. Like you said, A, I really didn't go with any uh, need to connect romantically. If you all listened to our last show, I was frustrated from a sexual experience I had right the before B-minus. leaving. Yeah, I rated this man a B minus. But from his lack of... Um, giving to me emotionally he was very closed right and it, and it was almost like this anatomical like i'm i have good i'm a good craftsman but there's no um i couldn't feel his energy like he didn't seem open to me and present and and like loving or nurture you know there was no intimacy in the sexual act right, right. so i'm arriving at burning man coming off of that <laughs> and um 
and feeling like you know last year i didn't do that a lot you're also like covered in dust it's a very physically taxing didn't do that experience. meaning you didn't have sex sorry sex yeah i i did have sex one night at running man last year um but i tell you you know in 10 days or whatever it is that we're there it feels like a year um, because <laughs> yes. you don't sleep a lot and it's just it's full on and uh and yeah, anyway, you're not working, you're not doing anything else, right? So it's just all these experiences. So anyway, so there's a camp there that um, provides massage and therapy and healing sessions for people. It's a really beautiful camp. It's actually a sister camp to ours. So we went over there. We were sort of hanging out napping. We were, uh, yeah. Yeah, in this lounge room that they have for people, like under this really beautiful parachute tent and nice pillows. Yes, it's nice to find places to nap. It's so exhausting. <laughs> And we mean it in the best way. I mean, you're right. Like riding your bike everywhere. Yeah. yeah, you're just, you know, physically on all the time. So and walking and all that. So um so we're we're just like lounging and relaxing. You can sort of hear other people having conversations. We had a really sweet conversation with an elder gentleman there. Victorious. And, uh, yes, yes, his pla- his playa name was Victorious. And um Yeah, he's beautiful. Yeah. And uh s- so, so so he announces I know let's go I'm sorry I'm going this is what happened he uh so Victorious happens to announce like hey someone didn't show up for their massage if anyone would like to do a tantric massage please raise your hand and his hand flew up well I, you know what's funny is there was a nanosecond of hesitation really because the guy next to me I was sleeping and I woke up and you were gone and uh, I never worry because I know like we don't I don't you know whatever. we're both independent that. people and um and so you were gone and this guy next to who was laying next to us he's like yeah they asked for a volunteer her hands went straight up and she's gone <laughs> I'm like yep that's tea hell yeah um <laughs> well it's funny because I waited and I felt that there was a pause like no one else eagerly eagerly jumped up for it almost in the way we're talking about which is like I'm afraid to receive publicly like I don't want to take the opportunity away from anyone else exactly like let me demure and defer and I'm like I actually wrote a little story on my personal Instagram account about that issue because someone made fun of me also we went on a plane I took this plane flight over anyway and and someone made fun because they said who wants to be in front and I without hesitation was like me and a a friend teased me and I said well I I wanted to to do that and I don't think that it actually deprives anyone of anything I think in certain cases where you're looking at the last piece of bread and you're debating who gets what hopefully we quarter it up but like you know I think there is an interesting fear of claiming your presence and your existence and your desire Mm -hmm. in these sort of public moments so I had a brief hesitation and I looked around and I think people were scared because it was a tantric massage and it was like, what does that mean? And I thought, I don't know what it means. And then I said, am I the host of a sex podcast? Yes. (laughs) 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 This this, this is what all raced through my head, right? So I, I, you know, yeah, shoot my hand up and uh, skip over and he's like, okay, well, you know, you're in for a real treat. Actually, the head of this camp is um is the one providing the massage and i was like oh my god hey we've we've done some shows where you did we a have so we we had a previous guest. massage it was yeah. the same i mean it's diego walraff walraff um who's i did like four or five sessions with him and I, i've talked about it continuously on the show uh, i rave about it he's a sexological body worker but it's it's this whole in this whole camp he's a tantric master he's been doing tantra for 20 years so it's also a tantric massage so i've had this experience and t's always 
wanted to. Yeah, I just haven't <laughs> had the chance. Yes. Or, you know, I mean, yes, Diego, but like I haven't, whatever. It just schedules. hasn't worked out, you know? Right. And so, so until now. Yes, yes. What happened? So I went in there and he's like, okay, look, I have a list of, you know, what your comfort zone is. So, you know, G rated, if you will, all the way to X. And I said, we're, we're doing an X rated massage. I want to go all the way because I have to know. <laughs> and what was what was listed under X rated? Right. Well, it's, it's actual... Um, I mean, would you call it penetration? Yeah, like uh, entering. Yeah, an internal massage of through my my vaginal entrance, you know, with, with his hands. Yeah, with yeah. his hands, and um, and you know, in addition to a f- kind of a full body massage, and so you know, he said, "Look, I'm before I enter, I will let you know, um, you know, I'll confirm that you're still comfortable with that moving forward." So he started with kind of a more classic massage and also um, like a chakra healing kind of thing along my my back and my head. And um, and then he made his way down and was massaging the kind of external part of my um, vulva. And vulva, yeah, the yeah. vulva and everything, yeah, the and around the clitoris. But a lot of it is massaging the the lips and this kind of thing. Not, you know, as we've talked about going straight, straight for like for the target the buttons, zone. Yeah, yeah, and um, and it was so beautiful and similar to what you said. I finally said to him, I said, you know, I have before I did it. I said, look, I want to do the X, the quote X rated, but I. I I have fear and the fear I, I do feel is just my own fear of um, the unknown and also my own boundaries of like what's what's acceptable, what's permissible. And during the massage, I said this to him also. I said, look, I'm comfortable. Like I actually feel fine, but I'm afraid that I'm a burden to you. It's almost the same thing. It was like, I'm afraid that I'm inconveniencing you or putting you in an uncomfortable position. And so I'm holding back. And he's like, you have complete permission to respond the way you need to, to express yourself, to make noise, to, uh, you know, to laugh, to, you know, whatever you're feeling, I'm going to receive. And I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, okay. And I'm sure he's seen everything because this is a line of work. Um, and uh, anyway, so he he was, yeah, he was just very professional and, and very receiving and very... Um, so did you orgasm? Like, was it was it like a normal kind of sexual session, I guess, like with a lover? Um, because you had talked about undulations and, and energy flowing and like, what did it... Yeah, I think once he realized I was more, as he could see, I was more comfortable. He So one of the most beautiful things he did actually was, it was so simple. He ran his fingers along my back from my the center all the way up to the top of my head to like this sort of sacral point uh, at I mean which, almost the perineum sacred, yeah. the perineum of, you know between right. your vagina and your um, anus and and like held his hands there and he's got such a mastery of his energy fields that like I could feel it radiating I mean my whole brain was stimulated and my, yeah, he's running energy too like he's an energy worker yeah, yeah exactly and so and another thing he did that was really amazing so and then when we moved on and he was actually entering me with his fingers. Uh, he also like pressed his chest. So his heart chakra on my lower, I forget which one it is. Your second chakra. It is between the belly button and the sacral chakra and the sacral. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he pressed his, um, heart against it and hummed basically. Mm. And I could feel this deep vibration in my, I mean the uterus area though. It's like the stomach and the uterus. Yes. Yeah. The pelvic area. And, and these two moments were maybe the most profound, and then, of course, I had these sort of like pulsing experiences where my whole body was like contracting. And then um, and then at one point, he, he actually laid on top of me and did not, you know, he was clothed, didn't have an erection or anything like this. And and he actually, um, when I would have like certain spasms, he would sort of move with me. And, I, and I'm telling you, I could feel 
all of the chakra like energy points um, uh, charged. And I could feel when he was putting energy in these specific places, Mm -hmm. you know, and so there was like a lot of heart and there was a lot of, you know, brain. And I actually said I was like, I asked him finally because I was feeling less burdened and uncomfortable. And I was like, could you like could you massage my ears and then he was like oh he's like you might orgasm from this and I I was like maybe I did not personally reach orgasm but I don't think that was the goal either it's like we're just I'm sure he you know I I didn't feel that was my goal right yeah anyway it was so how did you feel after I felt so centered and appreciative and grateful and empowered Um, and I also something locked in for me on how to describe what kind of sexual experience I'm looking for in general. And I think coming from what I described before I'd arrived at Burning Man, where I was with this man who couldn't connect, couldn't connect and wouldn't open, if you will, these sort of chakra points. I mean, it was literally void of that. It was like penis to vagina now I'm inside of you, like, you know, I hit, I'm like banging around and now, and then, and that's sex. And I was like, wow, like, I just know there's so much more richness that you can get from it and so much more euphoria. And if you've ever had a great back massage, um, it's the same thing where you leave feeling, you know, taller, fresher, brighter with a smile on your face, serenity. Um, yeah, but I, for me, I'd say on an even deeper level, like it's, it's, yeah, I mean, you, well, you feel, I think everyone should do tantric massage. To same, it, but same. And I, and I felt, you know what it is? I felt seen. And by this, I mean, like I existed and I was acknowledged completely for, yeah. for the being that I am. Right. And so there was this new level of connection you experienced with him that prompted you to think about what would he be like as a lover? Or what would a lover in this dynamic or in this level of connection yeah, well, be like? I'm going, okay, I only want to have this kind of sex now. Um, well, it wasn't sex, right? But to have that Your sexual given to energy me in this. In sex, yes. Oh, the other revelation I had was about um, my own confidence as a woman. And I really felt the level of energy and um, coming from my, what you'd say is like my sex organs or kind of this region of my body. Um, I felt so locked in to my confidence as a person from this experience. And it totally felt like Kundalini, like mm-hmm. Yoni energy, like all this stuff. And, um, and I said this to you, A, actually, we were, and when we were talking with Victorious after, that I, I, I feel like our culture ignores um, female sexuality and, and its vastness. And I think the fact that it's blocked off and also that women are told we have to guard it, like this whole idea of like, keep your knees closed, Mm -hmm. you know, don't touch yourself, don't masturbate, don't all these things. I kind of had this epiphany that I I feel like that could be a big root of insecurity that women have at a young age. Like on like a deep subconscious level. Yes, on a deep subconscious level. Why do we have these insecurities? Why are girls more insecure than boys? All this stuff. I'm like, in my opinion, because we are negating their um strongest life force and strongest uh totally yeah of strongest source of energy and confidence which is happens to be our sexual energy because we are we we birth children right we have the ability to create life and which is why i feel like like genuinely like tantric massage sexual sexological body work i really genuinely feel is so 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 important because you yeah. can you can really break through and work through um, the physical holds and and even the emotional holds too that that um, that these programs uh, can 
have on us. It's a yeah. great access point to work through them. So yeah. So it was find it was a, a body worker near you. Yes. And go have one of these sessions. Yes. Yes. It was so powerful. And what a lovely man. I mean, so sweet. I met him after. Yeah. So I, I happened to meet him at our bar at our uh, camp afterwards. So it was really funny that I coincidentally, I'm like, oh, I know you. <laughs> I knew I him through description. Yeah. And I'm like, you. <laughs> anyway, it was a funny moment. That is really funny. Can I... Is this, I feel like, again, it's like, I, I want to be careful because I don't want to like negate experiences like or like when an audience hears from the outside, but kind of comically and in a very polite way, he, he basically offered to allow me to be a, a lover outside of the context of it. Right. To move from client to lover. Yes. Yeah. Um, which I actually really appreciated because I think it, it, to me, I felt pride in my ability to be open and present right, and yeah. giving in my own experience. Mm-hmm. And that and that is what he responded to. And he enjoyed yeah, it it's as a, well. It's a joy. He has a body worker to, yeah, and, to have someone who's responsive. Yeah, Right. And I feel like he handled it in a way that wasn't creepy or, you know. Yeah, I like, know. He had a lot of integrity. It was great. Yeah, yeah. So you had this experience which then primed you for uh, I potentially, think, maybe, who knows, but it kind of set a different tone for maybe what was to come. Yes, it set a different tone, which is that I then found this lover that I nested with for days. And um, and uh, I, But I think it's so interesting because I think that um, having the tantric massage just allowed me to be more in my power and confidence about what feels good to me and when I'm being satisfied. And if I'm not, I can, I can, uh, I can actually adjust the situation more than just using my words. And I think in the past, I always was like, I can say, hey, I'm not enjoying this or hey, I, I want something else. Do but this, I, do that mechanically. Mechanically. But I wasn't so good at explaining or showing how I what I how I needed what I wanted a different level of connection Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and I feel like I walked away from that tantric massage with new tools on how to give to my partner what you wanted Uh uh-huh yeah great yeah do we need a break or can I go okay let's and then when we come back I'll share uh what I didn't get to before which was the um what turned this man into being completely non-sexual to me to like totally sexual in an instant. Yeah. Um, li- find us on social media to check out our Burning Man photos at TA Talk Sex. And if you like what you're hearing um, and you're a fan of the show, please do go to iTunes and write us a review because it really is the best way you can help. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. We're back with TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. And we're talking about our Burning Man 2016 experience. Oh, my God. So here I was. I went through this whole day um, with these two guys who were best friends. And they actually... It, uh, it was a, it, It's a cute story where like they had seen the one guy... Um, had I should seen name you the it, night I, before. He had seen me the night before because I was wearing this chain dress and whatever. And like, and I whizzed off to my tent and he like followed me and you couldn't wanna, find me. And Do you want to give him a nickname? Let's, let's call him... <laughs> <laughs> let's call him... Um, let's call He's him... He's very cerebral. Let's, yeah, what would you call him? <laughs> the brain. The brain. No. <laughs> I said no. terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> um, let's call him, I don't know, to like a real name, Kevin. Sure. Or like, you know, John is neutral. <laughs> 
No, because I, there's another John in my pet. Okay. okay, so okay. Anyway, so um, we'll call him my 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 Burning Man lover. Any, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, yeah, so yeah. so yeah, he you're your lover. It's fine. So um, my lover, yeah. So he followed me back to the tent, couldn't find me, and so he was like totally. I guess enamored or whatever. So the next morning he happened to be at camp and he saw me and he's like, are you the girl who wore that dress? And I'm like, yeah. So that kicked off our adventure. So it was this, it was this sweet meeting, you yeah. know? And, um, well, but, and you talked about going back and having the massage. Right. So them. we went back and we had, after this full, beautiful day, we went back and had this forehand and massage and it was, you know, everything's platonic, but with like a, an undertone of flirting, but nothing. I mean, just it, very safe and, and neutral. It was not casual, not casual, ex, not built up with expectations. Right. But I did feel, st- I started to feel a build from my lover of, because the other guy had a, had a girlfriend and, um, and, which was whatever anyway. And so I felt, I did start feeling like a build of attraction from him and like the other guy went away and then it's me and <laughs> yeah. him. And I'm like, okay. So, but I genuinely, wasn't feeling attracted in any way. Like I'm looking at him and what I saw, I saw, um, you know, I, like, you know, we are on Molly. So you do have a, my, my, I'm very perceptive with people anyway on like a healer body energy level, but I'm super perceptive in, in this high state. And I saw um, kind of all these, not criticisms, but I saw his weaknesses and I saw um, where he's too heavy here and needs some help here. And, you know, I, I saw him as a boy and like no, in no way a match for me, you know? So we have this moment out, like we go out into this, the sandstorm cause he was living on the outskirts of, of the city, which was really kind of cool. It was really beautiful. And, um, and we're out there in the sandstorm and the, like it was beautiful. This like beautiful like Mars moment where the sand is like all around yeah, us. It's and it's really just amazing. we're Indian style face to face, you know, just talking. And, and it was really beautiful. And I'm like, listen, I'm having a beautiful time with you, but I'm really not feeling anything sexual. And I just, you know, wanted to make that clear. Like, I don't want to, you know, lead you on or anything. And he's like, OK, you know, like receptive, but he's like, well, you know, I, I am a, a willing and able man who's just ready to, you know, be there for you in any way, you know, whatever. And I'm like, I appreciate that. Thank you. But, you know, and then he said this and he said, he said, I just wonder if this is something that you do. You let yourself go so far and then you pull back. And I laughed at it. But the reality is, this is something that I do do. And it's something that I have even brought to my own attention on times where I'm like, uh, like, it's almost like I won't, like, I'll, I'll never let myself, until recently, I wouldn't, would never let myself sleep with someone on the first date or if I was super attracted, I would never let myself go. Well, that's I would a always, big thing with women in general. Totally, yes. And, and I was completely a victim of that. And, uh, and, and I always, I did see it, you know, and I was always like, oh God, I just should, which is, you know, when you hear these crazy stories about me having sex under the bridge in Paris, it's because I wanted to get against, I wanted to go against that. <laughs> and I'm like, F it, I'm not doing that, yeah. you know. But, I, but he did, he said that one sentence and it just sort of sat with me for the next 10 minutes. And then we go back into his yurt and we're sitting there and he's putting on music or whatever. We're just hanging out. And like I lay back and I am on drugs, right? I'm on Molly and I think we had taken something else. I don't remember what it was. But I laid back and I was just thinking about this thing that he said. And it led me down this rabbit hole. And I can't tell you where I went. But th- this is what I mean by this therapeutic moment with these drugs. And it just like 
one thing led to another and I completely saw that at the core of it, I was afraid or I, I was convinced that he, this guy only saw me as a sexual object and only appreciated me as a sexual object and that and was like immature and not able to appreciate all of the rest of me. And yeah. so I didn't want to engage in that. And it was this whole intellectual thing. But these are, this is all your own judgment in well, your mind. But what ha- that's what happened. So the moment of clarity that I had with this was that I saw flat out that it was a complete projection. And it, what was happening was that I was the one who was valuing myself only as a sex object. And I oh. was afraid that I was not worth anything else. Oh. But I was projecting this onto but him. that's all you have to offer. Yeah, it was a fear of me from my own. It was my own fear. And yeah. I was totally projecting it onto him. And so, but, and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, I think I just had a, breakthrough because when I literally all I had to do was see this and when I saw that and I let it go because I I'm like no Stephanie you are so much more you know and I really felt it and believed it and and whatnot and it evaporated this whole thing evaporated and literally like he reached out to touch my arm first to get my attention or something and instantly my pelvic center like my second chakra like my arousal center totally opened and immediately was on fire and I look at him and I see a completely different person I'm not even kidding you I see a man I see I'm not saying that all those issues I saw before weren't there anymore it's just I saw everything else as well and I saw a more complete person yeah and it was so amazing and I could not believe that my own psychology and my own blocks could play such a fantastic trick on me (gasps) And so, so interesting. it was, it was fascinating. And I tell you what, here's what happened. So, so I have this open, I'm like, oh, oh my God. And then I like just softened and he got the vibe. And so we started like, you know, touching and, and engaging physically and like kissing and whatever. And, um, and I don't know what to say other than like something in me. There was just this coaching of just open, 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 release, release, release. And it all stemmed from this one moment of recognition. And we, we, um, we were having, so we went, when we started having intercourse, it was like, (laughs) it was like his penis was totally stretching me internally. And the way we had intercourse, he was very slow very methodical, very attentive. It was not just like a bang out session. It was this very, like, I think that's just how he is with intercourse and, and um, really tuning into me. But it, but yeah, I was literally, it was like this therapy session all day long where (laughs) I'm like literally coaching myself. This voice in the back of my mind is just relax, soften, open. And I could feel the muscles in my vagina and my cervix and my whole area. Just, it would be a little bit painful and tight you know, and I could feel my muscles and then they would relax. And then he would push further and it would be a little bit more, you know, painful and tight and whatever. I would feel myself clench up, you know, from arousal, I would clench up and then I would just relax. And the more I relaxed, you guys, (laughs) fuck. Like it was insane. I've literally never experienced such pleasure from intercourse in my life. Like in my life, it was such an opening. And so from then on, we were in this like yurt 
sex fest for days. <laughs> oh my and god! I've so never it did become a drug fueled fuck fest. No, but I but I've ne- but it was all therapy. Honestly, I, I swear. Don't know. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> and like every time I had I had sex with the, with my with him, it, I I literally was intending to. Um, like to just keep pushing myself to relax to relax to relax to relax and it just got like better and better and better and better and I it took me to a whole other level and um and uh until um we even so he happened to be coming to LA the week after Burning Man so we've been in LA this whole week and it actually preserved it outside of the playa yeah but on top of that it even got more intense it just continues like I'm just continuing to expand 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 and then a few nights ago I just it was like insane I literally I can't even put into words the kind of sexual experience that I was having where like you know we talk about cervical orgasm uh clitoral orgasm internal orgasm can you or can't you is it a myth g-spot whatever yeah, all this have stuff one but not the other man you guys i reached this whole other level where like like i was so and he would coach me he would he would feel me tense up you know how when you get aroused like um yeah you have the tendency to clench you have the tendency to clench or tighten your muscles and tighten or cut off your breath or grab mm-hmm. him yeah you know do something that tightens and I would just constantly relax, relax, relax. And literally, I was like a jellyfish under him. But he had such... And I, I was like, God, this is being a lazy lover. But it's not. He's like, you're being so... He's like, you're so open and it feels uh, so freaking welcome good. Welcome to the lazy lover land. No, it's <laughs> not. But, but there's a difference between like being lazy and not being so open down there. But he's like, because he's like, you're so open down there. It feels fucking phenomenal. Like for him, right. it's like the best. He's like, I've never felt sex like this before like it's so it was really intense for him too you know and and, um and uh but it was like this symphony of my clitoris my cervix and my internal whatever else is in the vagina like all working together I never I didn't touch myself I didn't stimulate my clitoris to Mm -hmm. orgasm yeah like it was I could just totally I was multi-orgasmic deeply just by intercourse it was insane but like but i think what's interesting uh, a whole other about it like what you said which is people kind of dissecting like oh this one type of orgasm or that orgasm and also when people talk about like how the vagina actually doesn't have that many nerve endings and you don't feel it you can only feel sort of a blunt experience i i i've had much richer experiences than the kind of textbook description of my vagina i mean i'm calling it the vagina but anyway the the you know yes internal yeah yeah um it just supports my whole um what i mean is when when you're at a higher arousal and you're taking your time with each other and really the the generosity of giving i feel i can feel more down there yes but i will say this and this was also very interesting about this was because there was hardly any foreplay in our interaction which is you guys know when we, t- we talk about foreplay 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 take your time make sure you're ready foreplay foreplay yeah. foreplay which well when in doubt <laughs> by in general i would definitely say that but <laughs> when you have an exceptional case like this i don't know whatever was going on i'm very curious to see what it's going to be like with a different lover but but, but with you did this, say there was oral sex yes but i'm but what i'm saying is it wasn't like we we would we make we would make love for hours and hours and i've never done that before without um 
without yeah I, I honestly have never completely immersed myself in like just getting lost in hours and hours and days and days of sex you know and like he w- I granted he he totally was controlling his orgasm in this tantric way and like didn't come like almost the entire time at Burning Man but um but what I wanted to say was that it was phenomenal to me that there was very very little uh foreplay because what what really I, I really do think that it was my internal state that really got me to relax in such a way that normally foreplay is the thing that would get you to that relaxed state. Yeah, but can I ask you, and and it's always sort of a, a blend, but it sounds like he was very receiving of your existence, if you will, like I was True. saying before. He was very... Like he acknowledged you. It sounds like he he was studying you and and kind of kicked off this this growth through like the observation. Like, are you holding back through your own judgment you know like or whatever he did, well, he, all he did was say that one thing we didn't go in to have like long winded yeah, discussions you said you had the whole day about, together you did the massage thing where they were like i can feel your tensing yes I'm, but I'm it, just, what, what i'm yeah. yes but it, this this was not the kind of dynamic where he were like psychologically getting into each other but what he was and is is very aware of like he can feel he was very aware of my muscles and everything that was going on while he's inside of me. And, and he kept, he would say, um, you know, I thought I was relaxed. Right. And then he would say, relax, like relax. Wow. Yeah. And I asked him and, and it would just prompt me and it was really helpful because he was feeling things that still my mind was blocking me from, or, you know, and, and it was, it was helpful, but I asked him about it. I'm like, what do you like, do you feel like I'm really tensing? He's like, well, I just, I want you because I'm so deep and I'm like in there, I want you to feel safe and I want you to feel like you can trust that I'm not just going to jab, you know, and like poke you and like it's going to hurt, you know. So I want you to feel like you can just really let go and trust me to know exactly how to move myself so that I don't hurt you. Um, because I was opening so much and letting him in so this much. This reminds me, by the way, of, of when I have tremors from like the kind of just arousal I kind of have these like spasms and often my lovers will be excited by that but I think they interpret the tremor as like oh let me keep causing more tremors and so it almost becomes this like I'm gonna press this button so she keeps tremoring but in fact and what I found in the tantric massage was when he kind of mimicked or like received the energy and then would like almost like a wave like move in rhythm with me it allowed it was like allowing the tremors to expand and relax like he doesn't become fuller instead of a one-way street almost of like look what like a magic trick she tremors you're right and when (laughs) and when i was tremoring like that he would he often goes still inside of me Mm -hmm. and 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 just allows me to tremor around him yes and that which actually by by like his girth inside of me around my tremors like allows me to stretch and expand even more you're right there's that cool so yes it's a, he you know he's yeah i know we need to take a break we need but uh so that that's what like it was amazing to me that it just went instantly from like i well, don't want to have sex with you the to like is, well let me say but yes it is we and joke the, about this now believe me well i was gonna say that interestingly i had quite a different experience because i had a little playa dust situation i don't know what some things got messy down there and i had a, a bit of a you yeast an, infection yeah and uh, yeah, and so I wasn't actually having a lot of physical penetrative sex. 
Um, but you created intimacy in a new way. Exactly. So we're going to take a break and then we're going to talk about that. I'll be right back. Uh, you're listening to TNA Talk Sex. Please take a moment to write the iTunes review if you guys are consuming in that way. Gigi is barking in the background. She Not sure me if you can hear her. her. Uh, <laughs> so we'll be right back. And we're back with TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. Okay. So uh, I stumbled upon this lover. I, I was torn about going with the tantric masseuse who basically said, and I thought, wow, I'll learn from this guy and it'll be this enriching thing for our show. And But I, I think what's interesting is uh, in the past, you and I have had these questions about can, a, can uh, women get off through this kind of tantric massage thing? To me, it's very similar to men going to get a massage and do like a happy ending. No, it's so different. Well, because tantric massage is richer. Uh, you guys, energy. no, it's so different because, okay, look, I do sensual massage, okay? It's, um, no, a tantric massage is not about getting off. It's, I feel like it, it's uh, tapping into sexual energy, yes, and sexual energy flows and you can have orgasmic energy flowing all the time, meaning I feel like you can, you experience orgasm, but I never experienced clitoral right, right, orgasm right. in that way. It was more like this full bodied experience that was not directed at my practitioner. It was, right. it was like an arouse, a very general spiritual non, it's a different kind of arousal. No, that's, that's perfect. So what you said yeah. is exactly what I'm getting at, which is that I had this intense, beautiful experience with, with this sort of guide, but I, I, decided not to I was like torn about it but I wasn't like super excited about engaging with him on an intimate level because I really didn't know him if I was going to do that I needed to spend time with him and, and he said that he's like oh I'll be at this bar if you want to hang out um and I think at the bar I saw him and, and we like kissed and we and it was this intense because he has that ability to bring that energy out but I was like mm, I, don't, I don't think I'm gonna have like that mind there wasn't like a zing spirit. of attraction either. right exactly that's what I'm saying so I I held out and then I met this guy where we went all with a group of people I didn't notice him right away. It wasn't like a love at first sight thing. We all went for our bike rides and we were out there for probably 10 hours. I mean, all night we were riding bikes with a group and he and I sort of slowly fell back and we're both telling stories and I really admired. He was sort of a wordsmith, you know, and mm -hmm. there was um, the charm and, and fun stories. And I was like, wow, he's very interesting and has a lot of wisdom and emotional depth and um, so we're having these great stories and he kind of had like peppered, you know, comments about his, his fancy yurt, <laughs> but, you know, not, I wasn't, you know, what do I care? Uh, but, uh, but by the end of the night, I'm, oh, there was a cute moment where I like ate this like peppermint distilled mouth, you know, what do you call it? Like mint almost, but, mm -hmm. uh, it's like a bead of distilled peppermint mm -hmm. essential oil. And they were like, oh, you can swallow it and it kind of creates this like sensation in your belly or you you know just uh, can burst it in your mouth and then you know it, that's interesting and I was like well I what do you recommend and he's like oh you should just kiss me and then we can share it <laughs> and I was like oh haha -ha. like yay because I, I yeah at that point I mean it was probably like eight hours in I'm like I like this person I'm interested in them mm -hmm. genuinely with a kind of a more of a mind and and heart connection right mm -hmm. so um 
so I'm getting to know him and then we then even then we like go back to our camp like ours as in you and me mm-hmm. and we're there and we're all hanging out in the, that Mongolian yurt on our, you know, <laughs> with a, again with a group of people and um, there's all these pieces and I and it was really endearing because at some point he was like if you'd like to return to my yurt I would love to um, offer you some chai tea and you know and like just into this very sweet way without making any assumptions which I thought was funny because I was like yeah of course I'm coming back with you I thought that was like a given confirmed um yeah and and so I I did appreciate his modesty in that sense um so he finally he's like oh okay oh oh <laughs> like I didn't okay yeah well let's let's go back and I was like great uh and this is what I didn't expect and this is this was something I learned from him and I'm learning is uh is the gift of giving which sounds simple or you're like okay great we all get giving but um through his giving I was able to give more mm-hmm. and it was like I arrived at his tent and I've never experienced anything like that everyone's laughing right because it's so I don't know like a movie I get in there and he he actually removes my shoes for me <laughs> and then he <laughs> sort of rubs my feet a little and then uh boils some water in this kettle and pours it into a uh, a wooden you know basin you know and like washes begins using towels and wiping all the dust off of my hands and my arms and then um and then I think it was in the morning to be honest but so I think you know yes we had sex which to be honest it was nice but it wasn't like out of this world and I also um you know we had no sleep so I'm mm-hmm. like oh I'm just really tired and um and I had that tantric massage thing earlier mm-hmm. like that day so I think I'm like a little maxed out as far as you know but it was like nice it was a good experience and I and this beautiful home that he's brought me in he has these fur blankets that we're laying on and um and in the morning he actually boils more water and basically um says sit down here and uh washes my hair for me and then oils it right with coconut oil and Mm. is like massaging my shoulders and my neck and my hair and it was just um so simple and so beautiful and sweet yeah and yes and again this idea of really seeing the person that's in front of you and and we all have that ability to give that gift like the things that he gave me aren't uh hard to find or impossible to create right it's like Anyone listening right now could, you know, what are you going to oil someone? I mean, I get it. We were in an extreme environment, but, but the massage, the, the washing someone's hair, the, you know, like this, this attention to detail. Can I bring up, um, Mm -hmm. without being specific to who he is, but, but you mentioned to me, T, that, that he grew up in a background. Oh yeah, no, we can talk about that. Yeah. And and to me, that's like, cause you're right. He is this way and it's really beautiful, but like, it's, I think it's cool that he comes from this background as a kid where like. He basically, as a kid, lived like, I guess, like a gypsy lifestyle where his family was in this van and they would kind of travel along the coast, but um, stay on people's properties and intentionally bring gifts to their home and like intentionally make their lives better in any way that they needed. Like so where they could see a space that they could help, they would with the Mm -hmm. intention of like when we leave their their lives will have been better from us being here. 
Can I say, because I experienced this from both of you. Okay, so I had, uh, can I, is yes, this okay? Yes, So this I had this moment where. Um, well, so by then, this is towards th- the end of the this week. This is towards the end of the week. So okay? I've learned so a lot from this So you've had this whole man. week with this guy, right? It's like, yeah. she's like, everyone's like, where's Christina? And yeah. she's like, ah, she's fine. You I'm like know? gone she, for three days. I finally rolled back. So I was like, let me just take care of some stuff at camp. Right. But I had never actually been to your little love hut. I was busy at my love hut. Yeah. So what happened though at my love hut was that um, there was a night, it was the night that the man burns and um which was saturday night and um and i was at my lover's uh we were at his year and we were going between his year and his best friend's year and uh yeah we were we were uh, we were high and we were just hanging out and whatever but i was literally in bed um i was closed my his friend was naked but we're having this heart-to-heart conversation just me and his best friend and this insane storm comes Wind, in yeah windstorm insane and like again he lives on the outskirts of town so it, like we're getting the brunt force of the wind okay so um we're we're so here we are having this really intimate heart-to-heart conversation and all of a sudden the wind comes through and lifts the yurt like starts lifting the yurt at the seams and it's literally pulling the yurt up and off and ripping the whole structure off of us. So here we're in this mattress. I swear to God, it's like we were in a tornado. Like if we had experienced a tornado, this is what it would be like where your home is like ripped away from you. And like, you know, (laughs) all of our belongings are just like, you know, blown across the playa. It was crazy. We get up. It was madness. The sky was kind of dark. Again, I'm, I'm high. I'm, it's the end of Burning Man. I'm a little emotional about like, you're exhausted I'm exhausted but I'm also a little like it kind of entering this vulnerable place about getting in my head unfortunately about uh, you know where like is this just sex do do we like each other where yeah you know and I was feeling kind of insecure about that and I'm like get out of your head it doesn't matter just enjoy the experience blah 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 but I was just in this emotional vulnerable spot you arrive at our tent and then so so then um, and it all smoothed out. It was fine, whatever. But but I'm in the space and then and then I go and I have to go find tea afterward because, you know, we need to make plans to start leaving. And I'm like riding in the wind and it's freaking hard and I'm exhausted and and I'm starting to get sick, which you can hear the little nasal probably in me now. And I'm like. I, I find I go up to their I'm like where's Christina and what's his name yeah <laughs> okay you ask someone at the camp yeah they they're like the oh tent. I have I don't know if he's up yet it's like 6 p.m <laughs> <laughs> they're like but they're over there I think so I go and I and um and like I go into their little their little yurt and it's literally like I open I unzip the door and like all my anxiety and anger just fall away and like i open it's like steam and like blue and red mood lights and there's like gong her and yeah and there's her and him naked lounging amongst fur pellets on this beautiful bed and there she's like hi i have a visitor and like immediately and i'm like bedraggled and then they're like come come in let's treat you and they like undress me and put me on the bed and i get this hot towel and I'm like oh my god I just totally melt and they're like no sleep like you need rest and it was honestly I was sleeping on the hard desert ground and a yoga mat so like being in a bed yeah was was awesome luxury 
Yeah. And so, uh, oh my God. So anyway, so I, I was on the receiving end. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing is, and I never felt any grand treatment. No, the the point is that he would, you know, another time, uh, there was a huge windstorm the night of the burning of the man. And we ran into this one art car and we were all huddling. And then finally it was so crazy. There's this one Russian girl with us. And, um, and she was like, Oh, I could walk back to camp. My it's three blocks away. He's like, get in the yurt. (laughs) We all like (laughs) pile in. And in fact, she's keeping me warm because like my, I was like freezing in the art car so send, and we're all so cold I'm like oh my god just spoon me so she's like on one side he's on the other side <laughs> you know and uh and then we both basically without it being sexual or you know and he even said that he's like you're you know you're fine he's like rest here puts her down we all get hot towel treatment we all you know and at one point I'm petting her hair for her she falls asleep and then it's just time for me and him and what's interesting is so I mentioned I ended up having this little issue down there so so everyone was teasing us about like, oh, you guys are you guys are fucking all night and all day. Oh, a lot. I'm like, actually, very little fucking. But but eroticism and arousal occurred through all these other, you know, the way that we kiss, the way that we touch and hug, the way that you strokes, you know, stroke each other with our hands. Um, all these things that were like so beautiful. And then I found um, and I've, I've, always, I've always had boyfriends who who do give in this way where they are generous in like bringing me food, you know, like I stay in bed and they'll come right. Or they bring me tea or something nice. But he was so um, effortless and, and lacking any resentment of any kind, like towards anyone or expectation. It was just so selfless that I started to inherently give back in this way. Yeah. I noticed that. Yeah. It was yeah. Really beautiful. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and I just, and then it was, and it was a pleasure to do it. And it was like exciting to be able to do it and to also give to someone who had been so giving to me. Yeah. And like you're saying, it, it, it didn't stop at just for him or just for me. It was like, oh, I can give in this way too. And then it was like exciting to try it out. So is this an ethos that you intend to bring into future relationships? Yes. Yes. And with my approach to sex, which I feel like now I can almost take a more um, hands on like guide in it. Like, like, let me set the tone for the type of sex I want to (laughs) have before we start down that path where you penetrate me too soon and I'm annoyed. Right. Um, so I, gosh, I mean, there's still so much to even talk about it, like about our experiences at Burning Man. But I think those are like the biggest kind of gems that we took away from it. Definitely. I do want to add one. Uh, I mean, this was a huge, huge opening for me, like massive. And I look very forward to exploring it further. And um, and I for sure will reference it down the road in future shows, I'm sure. But I did want to mention or bring up the idea. I, I had never had sex on drugs before. And, you know, I've heard, oh, don't have sex on drugs because it's going to be so phenomenal. Yeah, that like addictive. You won't be able to come back, you know. And honestly, I've been a little trepidatious of that. But, um, <laughs> and honestly, <laughs> the sex was, it, it, I like it. You're never coming completely, back. Completely. <laughs> uh, no, it was really amazing. I mean, but, and then I intended, I'm like, listen, I want to have sex without the drugs, you know, and that was fine. And we did and, and we do and, and it's great, but I do have to say there is this other level that I'm able to reach in an altered state, chemically altered state. But I will say this, that I know for sure like that the difference between being on the drug and being sober was simply control of the mind. And mm. um, and I know that that state is achievable without the drug. So I'm, I'm like practicing it now, but it really all it was was a difference in like when, I, when I'm on the drug, it just... 
And it was, shows you what's possible. For sure. And, and that's why I'm really grateful because it did right, show me totally what's possible. I'm. It's not that far off. We're talking about degrees. Right. But you then know? how do you train your mind well, to be open and living that way? Well, here, not under well let me share that. Uh, yes. But and I, it really is, you know, it's an, it's an element of focus. So for me, I'm going to go about that with meditation and, and whatnot. But using sex as my meditation and it's really... It is. It's a matter of um, when I'm when I'm not on the drug, there's certain it's not that there's like, oh, did I turn the oven off kind of things interfering in the mind? It's much more subtle in the background, like like even hints of emotion of uh, concern or um, image management hints, hints, small hints Uh that I am now aware of. Right. Because before, because on the drug, I, I was able to see and feel the hesitation it, what, and let them go. No, in the drug, I was able to mm-hmm. see and feel what it, the experience was like without those. Right. And okay. so before my prior experience was like that was I, I had those things going on in the background, but I didn't recognize them as anything going on in the background. That to me was silence. So now I have this new bar of silence to like aim for. And uh and so to yeah again it's just for me it really is about yeah slowly letting go of any little creep of emotion or anything that's just taking you away from just sensory and and tuning into this person and um and what was the other thing oh can i add a button yeah uh in my in meeting this gentleman who had the capacity to give i actually the sex itself which we had before we became much more intimate um felt almost like there was there was some hesitation or distance in him and I felt like in a way and then kind of having spent a whole week together and then recovering and having a sexual experience right at the end almost cap it off um I I actually brought it up to him because I said you know I I found that this was so impassioned and you felt so um uh, much more present and like like you had your own fire it was almost like like his fire was lit and and I was like, you know, I noticed that when we had first met and we first went home together, like there was something that was just a little less or like almost like a boredom on his part, to be honest. When you went home? That's I told him that I felt that. And he mm. and he was like, wow, really? I don't know. I mean, no, I, you know, it's interesting. Like he didn't did either denied or confirm. But I, I think that in some ways, I wonder if he had felt not received in a while as well. And so there ended up being this really nice reciprocity in that my receiving him so fully and appreciating it um, kind of brought him back to life a little bit as well. It's a total cycle. Yeah. Completely. And I like, again, like my lover was commenting like what you're so open. You're thank you for being so open, like physically. Yeah. And with this whole process of letting go thing. Um, so it does. I think it is a feedback system. To feel valued for the gifts. Yeah. The, the other part of this whole practicing um, getting to this state without the drugs is... Um, is muscle relaxation. That's the thing I, I wanted to mention. And for me, um, I was, became very aware of how much I do tense when mm. there is arousal. It's like you breathe, you, you know, it feels so good and you grip your hands and you grip your muscles and you tend you do. And a mm. lot of this was unconscious, but a lot of it was just like, it almost enhances the arousal yeah. like short term, but it's short term. Yeah. So what I'm training myself to do is, um, and this is what I did when I was on the drug was when I felt arousal, and I felt the urge to tighten. I, I, I use that as like an indicator to let go more, let go more, let go more. And it completely brought 
pleasure to a different level. So I'm going to be working on that as well. Cool. Yeah. All right. On that note, uh, <laughs> I am running off to a dinner. Ooh, uh, a date. Is, yes. And, another uh, one. And my lover is, my, my Burning Man lover is coming over right now. Yeah. All right. You're <laughs> listening to TNA Talk Sex. I am T. And I am A. Thank you for listening. And if you uh, would like to help us out, please do go to iTunes and write us a review. It's the best way that you can help us. And uh, check out our Burning Man photos and join uh, our, our conversation, conversation yeah. on, on Instagram, Instagram or social media at TA Talk Sex. And uh, until next week. <laughs>